Let's go to US politics because it's all on there. The US, uh, United States House of Representatives, well, it's basically in paralysis after the Speaker of the House was removed from his post yesterday. Now, Kevin McCarthy was ousted by a group of hardline Republicans who voted with Democrats to vacate the chair. McCarthy now becomes the first Speaker of the US House of Representatives to be voted out of office by the chamber and leaves the lower house of Congress scrambling to find a replacement. For more on this, we're joined by... Washington, D.C. correspondent Simon Marks. Lovely to talk to you, Simon. Lovely to talk to you, Corin. This is just fascinating. Firstly, uh, the Democrats could have saved Kevin McCarthy. Why didn't they? Well, I think that is a very key question. I mean, easy as it is to say that Kevin McCarthy was defenestrated by members of the Republican Party loyal to Donald Trump and the far right of the party, the reality is that the Democrats were also there chucking him out of the window. The same Democrats who only on Saturday worked with Kevin McCarthy when he forged a deal to keep the government open because he couldn't corral members of his own party in sufficient numbers, so he turned to the Democrats for support. That led to the far right of the Republican Party accusing McCarthy of treachery. They were furious that he'd sold them down the river and agreed to cross the aisle and work with the Democrats, as Kevin McCarthy put it, in the national interest to keep the government open. Uh, But 48 hours later, uh, the Democrats were not there to help him. And essentially what Democrats in Congress inspired, I think it's fair to say, by uh, President Joe Biden concluded that the, it was that the devil they don't know was better than the one that they had been working with. And certainly uh, a little bit earlier on today here, uh, President Biden did not uh, sound particularly sad to see the back of Kevin McCarthy, uh, arguing that on various occasions he thought he had struck deals with Kevin McCarthy, shaken hands on them, and then discovered that Kevin McCarthy's recollection of the conversation was somewhat different than the president's. So this is as much a leap in to chaos and the dark caused by Democrats as it is by the Republicans in the House. Would the Democrats help with the re-election of the next Republican speaker? Because, I mean, Kevin McCarthy took, what, 17 goes at it or something, and then had, had to offer up this clause, which has ended up pushing him out. So, I mean, it sounds Absolutely. Absolutely. And anyone who says they're surprised by Kevin McCarthy's ouster hasn't been paying attention because the reality is he was a dead man walking from the moment that he won that 15th vote to become Speaker because he was entirely reliant on uh, the far right uh, of the Republican Party in a House of Representatives in which the Republicans only have a four-seat majority. Uh, Now, uh, the Republicans are going to have to go and decide which of the various candidates running. There are two so far, right-winger Jim Jordan, more centrist Republican, I mean, not really centrist in traditional terms, but a centrist by today's standards. Steve Scalise, there may be other candidates that come forward. Uh, Ultimately, the Speaker is chosen in a vote of the full House. And so it's uh, a majority. It's uh, 50 percent plus one vote. Uh, So it's perfectly possible that Democrats will uh, be playing a role in the selection uh, of the new Speaker. But at the moment, it's behind the scenes, smoke filled rooms, uh, discussions among Republicans as to which candidates uh, they are going to coalesce around if indeed there is one. Tell me about Matt Gates. So this is the character who seems to have emerged from the far-right group as their sort of leader. He's getting all the attention. Why? 
Yeah, very much so, because, of course, he's the man who moved against Kevin McCarthy uh, on Monday and said that he was going to challenge uh, the speaker, the then speaker's right to remain in office. And Matt Gates is uh, the candidate who lost to Kevin McCarthy uh, back in January when the speaker's election went to those 15 votes. Uh, I mean, he's a very controversial character within the Republican Party and in Washington uh, writ large. His ego uh, knows no restrictions, particularly after the Department of Justice told him last year that he would not face criminal charges for sex trafficking following an extensive investigation into his personal conduct. Ever since then, he has sensed that he's got a new lease of political life. Uh, He has not yet announced that he is going to run for the position of Speaker, and he may not. Uh, There are indications that behind the scenes he may have been taking some instruction from former President Donald Trump. Uh, The former President himself has has had his name uh, bandied about as a possible Speaker of the House, because you don't have to be elected to the House of Representatives to be its Speaker, but uh, briefly interrupting uh, the time that he's spending at that courthouse in New York where he's facing fraud charges. Uh, Former President Trump said today that his main job is to run for his old job back, but Anything that he can do to help the House of Representatives, he'll always be available to take that call. Just finally, Simon, in terms of the, the power and the emergence of the far, is it the far right, the, of the Republican Party, which is what this grouping, the is it Freedom Caucus, is that what you call it? Yeah, I mean, Freedom Caucus uh, and the MAGA. Are they becoming really, yes. more powerful, more disruptive? They kind of want to rip the whole thing up, right? Well, well, you have to go back to the midterm elections of last year to understand where this all began. Donald Trump, you will remember, promised that he would deliver a Republican landslide and then didn't. The Republicans ended up with a four-seat majority in the House of Representatives. And as a result, the MAGA wing, the Make America Great Again wing, decided that it was in a position to hold the tiger by the tail. And that's what they did to Kevin McCarthy throughout his time as Speaker. I tell you where there are real uh, furrowed brands at the moment and it's at the State Department and in the corridors of power in Kiev because that stopgap spending measure agreed over the weekend has no funding in it for Ukraine and both the Biden administration and uh, Volodymyr Zelensky were relying on McCarthy to to uh, do something about that over the course of the next few days. He's now not in a position to do it. And one of the two candidates running for speaker, Jim Jordan, uh, said today that he doesn't believe the Ukrainians deserve another penny. So that issue is going to be right. at the forefront here over the next few weeks. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you very much. Simon Marks, uh, Washington, D.C. correspondent.